Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Or if you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. How y'all doing? Y'all good? It's been, um, it's been a rough week, rough time all around. Um, I just... I want to check in, um, see how you guys are doing. Uh, Not like I could hear back from you guys in this medium, but, you know, if you would like to connect and let's talk about how you're doing, um, you can hit me up, thereclaimedblog at gmail.com, thereclaimed on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I can't respond to messages on my TikTok currently. Um... But if you want to just drop something off in the messages, because I could still read them, um, that's the woke mama on TikTok. Um, yes, for those who didn't know, I had to change my name because people couldn't find me and blah, 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 blah. And I'm very, very frustrated because I have all this merch that says anti-black fish club. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's just stickers. And I love a good sticker. I'm going to slap it on something. Who knows? Um, now it's vintage and it's exclusive. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I am doing well, battling a bit of a tickle in my throat. Um, I don't know if I told you guys, our air conditioning went out, uh, first world problems. Um, and so we had to put in window units and fans and things like that. And in our bedroom currently, there's a fan blowing like directly into my face at nighttime and so you know that's a bit uncomfy but <laughs> other than that you know life is good little bit's doing great um she's growing and moving around and pulling up on stuff and trying to stand and chat and that little girl is just literally just everything my husband and I sit back and like whoa what a cool kid already in her eighth going on nine months in a few days. Nine months. I have a nine-month-old. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Um, she's teething a bit, and so she's kind of miserable um, at random parts of the day. And, you know, we're we're learning how to navigate. You know what people don't understand? People don't get that little children also can wake up on the wrong side of the bed and be grumpy and things like that. Like, there's this weird pervasive, um, let me talk to y'all for a second <laughs> before we get into the show. There's this weird pervasive thought that in the black culture that our children somehow belong to us rather than, you know, us raising them and our children do not belong to us. They are not, they're not our pets who can also wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, they're entitled to their emotions as well. Um, they are not items that we possess. They're not pets. They're not plants. These are people. These are human beings. And sometimes they're just in a bad mood. And that's okay. They're literally just tiny humans. Just like we're bigger humans. And they're, they are entitled to their emotions. Now somebody right now is going crazy. Like, oh my gosh. Like, no, no, no. You can't have a bad mood because you don't pay no bills. And that's stupid. That is so stupid. You can be a person who does not pay bills and still be in a bad mood. Like, come on, y'all. Um, stop trying to have ownership over these people, okay? They're not, we don't possess our children. We raise our children. We, we give birth to our children. Um, but they, the same way our parents don't possess us, we do not possess our children. Um, and let the church say Amen. Um, all right, let's recap last week's episode, which was COVID and her line sisters. We talked about, about is the word I'm trying to use, why Chet Hanks, Chet Hanks, son of Tom and Rita. Um, Tom is a treasure, so I guess the price we deal with in having Tom Hanks being such a wonderful human being is his son, Chet Hanks, um, who had some interesting things to say about COVID and masks and the pandemic. 
um, despite the fact that his parents were on, you know, death's doorstep when they themselves contracted COVID. Um, you would think that a person would be a little bit more contrite watching their mom and dad be sick. I don't know. I feel like Chet Hanks is a troll and he does this every few months to feel like what some type of validation because what does Chet Hanks do outside of troll the internet? Can you tell me? Can you tell me what he actually does? Like, does he have a podcast? Does he have a website? Does he contribute in any other way outside of some, I guess, a music career? I don't know. Y'all enjoy that. Anyway, we up. I updated a bunch. There was a whole bunch of stories that needed updates. Um, and I just did a bunch of updates on those. And then we went into deep dives with... Um, the latest mess in quote unquote progressive social media. So if you want to check out last week's episode, feel free. Um, in this week, there's so much to talk about. There is so much to talk about. So let's just dive into it. Let's get started. Let's start with the church announcements. Hit it, Earl. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here. Say amen again. And say amen one more time if you really like the show. We glad that y'all here today and... These will be your church announcements. All right. Let's get into these church announcements. Um, so in continuing with an update on a major story, uh, I think I've talked about Greg Abbott for like three episodes now. I'm personally sick and tired of talking about this man and how he is trash for Texas. Um, how he and his crew are currently blaming immigrants for their COVID problems and not the fact that you're having a bunch of misinformed populace who are more concerned with their freedom over their the greater good and health and well-being of others and themselves walking around with no masks on and proud and loud about it um, during the middle of a respiratory global pandemic mm. so uh, Greg Abbott last, that was, yeah, that was last week, tweeted, any school, district, public university, or local government official that decides to defy GA38, which prohibits govern government entities from mandating masks, will be taken to court. The path forward relies on personal responsibility, not government mandates, which is very interesting because these groups can also, why aren't these groups allowed to make the mandates that they personally decide to make? You're talking about personal responsibility. Um, I'm mm, 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 mm. seems like a little bit government overstep in your direction, Governor Abbott. Um, so he blah 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 blah. He keeps uh, making these wild, wild inflammatory uh, decisions to not protect his constituents in Texas and Texas is getting eaten up eaten up by COVID like I just looked at the map and that sucker is red 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 um and I'm not talking about how they vote I'm talking about what's going on with COVID well as of this week your boy Governor Abbott has tested positive for COVID that is right Governor Abbott has tested positive for COVID. Um, according to NBC, uh, Republican Greg Abbott was told that he would receive, um, I'm sorry, let me start over. According to NBC News, Republican Greg Abbott told people that he received a third booster dose of a COVID vaccine. Meanwhile, he is currently man, uh, banning mandates for masks and vaccines for everyone else while he's protecting himself with a third booster a booster that is not currently available to the populace let that sink in let it sink in he's willing to protect himself as opposed to protecting the populace meaning that if you are a mom in texas and your child gets sick with covid there is not currently any beds in in the icu units in the hospitals around you that will take your child. Meanwhile, your governor who won't step in and do the measures that are needed during a global pandemic, 
a global that means all around the world y'all that means in every single country y'all that means that wherever there's people there is this virus currently right not just america so it's not a political thing the world did not conspire to get um y'all's former president out by creating a virus that would do it okay this is a this is all around the world every country Everywhere that there's people, this is happening. It's not just here. It's not something that the Democrats cooked up. I promise you, this is a global situation. And it sucks that at this point in 2021, after we have lived through 2020 of dealing with this, after it started technically in 2019, that we have to talk about this. Come into reality, people. He is more willing to protect himself than he is the other people in his state which should immediately be grounds for removal. This is insanity. This is insane, insane that he will, he refuses to protect his constituents, the people who would be voting him in. He'd rather watch y'all die, but he's going to get a, he's going to get a third booster before everybody else. And meanwhile, he still contracted COVID. that's what's going on I don't wish him the worst like I don't want this man to die um because you don't wish death on people but I do hope that COVID changes his mind on some things I hope that COVID changes his mind on some things that's all I'm gonna say all right I'll be citing from the insider for this next story which is a very frustrating story um my thoughts and prayers but also my work as needed, my platform is going out to the people of Afghanistan. So for those who are unfamiliar with what's going on, um, I don't have all the details. There's still a lot that I'm learning. There's still a lot evolving with this very, very, very complex story. But the gist is Biden, President Biden, uh, how do I say this? How do I say this? President Biden made good on a campaign promise to end the war, the ongoing war in Afghanistan and to pull American troops out. And he did that to the collapse of the Afghan government and the Afghan army. So apparently when we initially went over there 20 years ago, which wow, 20 years ago, I was 16 years old. Yeah, I remember I was in high school. I was in high school. Yep. 20 years ago, we went over there to, I don't know why we were over there. Supposedly, um, Osama bin Laden, uh, one of the architects, if not the architect of the attack, um, on September 11th, 20, oh, sorry, 2001, um, was supposedly being like hidden by the Taliban in Afghanistan, supposedly, despite the fact that the majority of the attackers were not even from Afghanistan. We went over there to Afghanistan. Um, supposedly, we were over there training the military over there to protect themselves from the Taliban um, and to provide protection for a new democratic government. So for 20 years, we were over there. 20 years, um, the United States Army has been pushing back against the Taliban. Um, and several, several presidents, both Democratic and Republican, um, have inherited, and I hate the word for this, but inherited this war. And Biden, he didn't start the exit. Um, I believe Trump started the exit. But yeah, Biden kind of completed the exit and all hell kind of broke loose, which is makes you wonder like what was going actually going on for 20 years over in Afghanistan. Um, but you know, the president fled, the president of, of Afghanistan fled the Afghan government. I mean, government Lord, the Afghan army surrendered immediately. Um, I saw videos of them giving their, handing their guns over to the Taliban. Um, it's like, what were we really doing over there if we were supposedly training the, the 
the Afghan government, um, the Afghan government and the Afghan army. Um, and I'm, I'm not asking that facetiously. I'm asking that seriously. Like, what were we actually doing? What was going on over there? <sighs> my thoughts and concerns are with, and I made a post on Instagram about this. My thoughts and concerns right now are with the Afghan women and girls. Um, I heard some stories brought me to tears about women who, you know, they grew up under American influence, like, and protection. Um, they went to universities. Some of them became, like, the one, there was one that became a mayor. And she said that the, the Taliban's going to come and come for me and people like me and they're going to kill me. Um, you know, like, women and girls who had gone to universities, who, you know, became professors and professionals and journalists and, you know, now they're burning their, their IDs and burning their, their certificates for their graduations or straight up like abandoning posts, saying goodbye to their friends and like their, their friends from their work, saying goodbye to their work because they're never going to be able to come back. That's how serious it is. And that's why I'm really pissed off about this particular story. Because according to the insider, just weeks before the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks by Islamic, um, Islamic terrorists, let's be very clear. In the same way we don't look at the KKK as a representation of Christianity, that's the same way we need to look at the Taliban for Islam. Okay? I have met I don't even need to go into this. I don't even need to go into this and explain the dynamics of Islam versus Islamic terrorism. Y'all understand it. And if you don't, you need to do your research. I don't even need to explain this. Um, but these particular terrorists, unlike the KKK and um, them boys names the proud boys and all these other things that like they say jesus first but then they have hatred after it and it doesn't make any sense and it's not it has very little if anything to do with christianity at least the christianity that i know and i subscribe to um i'm not burning crosses outside of anybody's house and there's plenty of people who who practice islam who live peaceful happy i'm not doing this anyway y'all get the point so just weeks before the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks by Islamic terrorists, some of the U.S.'s most prominent Republicans are now praising the Taliban's to quote-unquote own the libs, which is so stupid. Y'all are literally praising enemies of the United States. Enemies of the United States. You're praising them. It makes you wonder if these people actually were for the United States or were for some... I don't know, supremacy. Former president, your former president Trump and other Republicans have in recent days used the, rat, used the radical militants group's takeover in Afghanistan to air their grievances against President Biden, big tech, and Trump's Twitter ban, even as the militants violently cracked down on protests against their rule and people trying to escape. During an appearance on Fox News's um, show, with Sean Hannity um, on Tuesday night, Trump falsely claimed that the Taliban has been around for thousands of years. This is a reminder that the organization was founded in 1994 and he lauded the group as being smart and having good fighters. This is a reminder. 9-11. We're celebrating the anniversary of 9-11 that happened 20 years ago. Not celebrating. We are remembering. Um, the anniversary of 9-11 that happened 20 years ago. I remember 9-11. I, like I said, I was 16 years old. I was in high school. I remember running out of my second or third period class. It was like the beginning of class. I can't remember if it was the end of second or the beginning of third to our student center to watch on jumbo screens as planes smashed into the sides of the Twin Towers. I remember hearing about what was going on at the Pentagon. And I remember hearing about planes crashing in the field in Pennsylvania, where if you are a person who lives in Pennsylvania, like, holy crap, it just felt like planes were falling out of the sky left and right. That's what it felt like. And I remember they sent us all home. They sent all of the kids home. 
And I remember how quiet the walk home was with my sister. And that it wasn't just quiet between us. That It felt like there weren't any cars driving by, despite leaving a very crowded school. It felt like there weren't any buses driving by, despite leaving a crowded school. It felt like there weren't any planes or helicopters in the air. That there was just, it was so silent and still. And I remember going home and turning on the TV and turning on the news. And I could not turn it off, like literally until bedtime. I was glued to it because I wanted to find out what was going on. And here you are having a former president praise current enemies of the United States as good fighters and smart because he can't have his Twitter account back. I want y'all to let that sink in that the former president of the United States, the one who was supposed to be making America great, literally sides with terrorists and enemies of the country. Let that sink in. All right, that's enough of the heavy. Let's head on over to a bunch of other foolishness. Um, Barack Obama turned 60, y'all. And with y'all be having parties. I see y'all on Instagram. Y'all be having parties and y'all doing y'all thing. Apparently, he's getting, Barack Obama is, getting some heat because of his party um because of how many people were there and it's interesting that the same people who are fussing about his birthday party um they don't say anything about live events you know they're not they're not um upset about live events they're not upset about packed baseball games they're not upset about concerts they're not even upset about the massive festivals looking at you Lollapalooza and Rolling Loud um they're not even upset about that. Hell, they're not even mentioning Greg Abbott's anti-mask celebration meet and greet that he had per, like literally a day or two before he tested positive for COVID. They're not even mentioning that. But Barack Obama turning 60 and having a party with his closest, close and best. Oh, that's that's fodder for discussion. Right. And it, it really doesn't matter how many people he had there. He could have had 10 people and it would have been, well, why aren't they wearing masks? And that, 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 that. y'all are just trying to, again, own the libs to your, to, to your own hypocritical nature. Like y'all won't say anything about Greg Abbott having this huge party to celebrate his anti-mask mandate, meet and greet, people taking pictures with the man. Meanwhile, the man is infested with COVID just rife with it just spreading it every time somebody breathes in <sighs> according to fox because <laughs> i went there and i don't encourage it critics have been using the hashtag a hashtag super spreader and hashtag obama variant after the daily mail trash rag reported that that wasn't originally in the fox thing i added that in i don't know if you could tell um reported that at least 74 people have tested positive for the virus since Obama's elite quote unquote elite party Fox gets on my damn nerves um, last Saturday, which was more than any week since April. This is also a reminder that a health official for Martha's Vineyard where the party was held um, said that officials were not aware of any cases that were connected to the party. So that's really, really cute that everybody's like, oh, 74 people have tested positive for COVID since Obama's party, but none of them were connected to the party. Not one of them. Mm. Guests were reportedly asked to be vaccinated ahead of the event, and the birthday party had been scaled back from the initial, um, the initial attendance uh, because of the Delta variant. So... Sounds to me like people were being responsible. And Obama said, you know, I'm 60 and I want to celebrate with the people I want to celebrate with. Apparently that was a problem. Um, one Maureen Dowd, who is notorious, notorious for being clickbaity. And I don't know why the New York Times still allows this woman to share her opinions. Um, but it's enough. Like if I was a subscriber, I would totally cancel that subscription but I'm not um she produced a piece with all of her opinions called 
quote, behold Barack Antoinette. <sighs> the piece dives into basically all her feels and fifis about why she feels like this party was bad and how he is equated to Marie Antoinette somehow and how he's only concerned about being with the elite and the famous and the celebrities and da, 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 da. quote whether the party was 500 or 300 or 30 Obama should have made sure to have the people there who made the moment possible the ones who worked so hard to get him elected and cement his legacy Maureen do you celebrate your birthdays with the people you work with because nothing says a birthday celebration more than the people working having a party with the people that you work with your the people that are in your office yeah you do that that's your business this is a birthday party i don't give a damn you invite who you want to invite i don't this is what this is stupid this is stupid this is not a campaign party this is not him running for re-election it's not a campaign situation this is his birthday birth day do you celebrate with your work folks do you celebrate with people who cemented your legacy like that's wonderful that's good that's great the man wants to celebrate with who he wants to celebrate with that's his birthday party that's his birthday party that is his birthday party it reads entitled anyway speaking of entitled andre leon talley who should be more concerned about being evicted from his home um, and the other insane things that are going on with him than what's going on with Barack Obama opened his sideways trap to say, quote, I think the nouveau riches Obama are seriously tone deaf. We all love Beyonce, which I don't even know how she got thrown into it. Like Beyonce is my, out here minding her own business about to sell out with Ivy Park um, and potentially producing a country album which we'll talk about later <clears throat> um how did she even get thrown into this Beyonce be out here minding her own business and y'all just keep throwing her into stuff we all love Beyonce but people have so many things to worry about with COVID voting rights climbing climate warming people are afraid of being evicted from their homes which you understand personally and the Obamas are in Marie Antoinette tacky let them eat cake mode they need to remember their humble roots. This is a reminder. This is oh, the Obamas and this is his birthday party. This is his 60th birthday party. Y'all have been out to fashion shows. Y'all have been out to different events. Like I said, live events. Y'all have been out to festivals and trying to have your hot girl summer. Despite the fact that COVID is also having a hot girl summer as well. This is reading like you were either in, um, not invited or disinvited. And your feels, you have, you're big in your feels. Um, this is his man's birthday party. And while y'all are out here acting foolish and like don't care and don't wear a mask, at least this man, unlike y'all's Greg Abbott, had the decency to tell people to be vaccinated when they came. Right? And he wanted to celebrate with the people who weren't going to be like all in celebrity, I mean, weren't all going to be starstruck and were just going to chill and have a good time at the party. Okay. If however you feel about how is however you feel about it, but don't pretend that you guys have been, you know, quarantining for all of this time. Y'all have been out and about, and y'all wouldn't have cared if it was anyone else. But God forbid Barack Obama celebrate his 60th year of life the way he wants to. Like, get the hell out of here. Anyway, um, yeah, Beyonce is dropping her next ivy park drop which i don't as a normal person i am not even going to attempt to get <laughs> not even going to attempt it last time i had a cart filled with beautiful things that i loved from ivy park i was so excited all i had to do was like click purchase like i had my credit card information in and everything the clock went from eight fifty nine to 9 p.m i clicked the button as soon as it hit nine everything sold out everything sold out so it's like okay you know what this everything but face masks which I love and I wear them all the time they're very comfortable um so I was like you know what this just wasn't for me this time it just was not for me fine 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 
So, yeah. But there's rumblings that she might be coming out with a country album because this latest drop is very country inspired. This is also, it also includes children's clothes. I'm not sure if the last drop had children's clothes, but this one has children's clothes and it was really cute um, because we got to see Beyonce with her kids and like having fun. Um, but she's also swinging a lasso and wearing a cowgirl hat and like she looks like a country singer like whoever did the beauty for this situation mwah, chef's kiss beautiful um there's also tell that monica and a few other r&b famous folk are coming out with country albums to which i'm like yes 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 i'm probably not gonna listen to it because country is not my thing um let me not say that because the chicks formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, they, they have some bops. So I'm not even going to hold you. Um, I might listen to this. I might, li- no, I might listen to this. <clears throat> and for anyone who's like, well, country music is white music. No, it's not. It's not actually like, if you look at the roots of any American music, you will find black people there. Almost, let me say almost, almost any American music. Cause I'm not entirely sure about that, but definitely country definitely r&b obviously rap obviously um gospel obviously um soul obviously rock and roll obviously any music you look at we're there and we're some of the originators we are some of the originators so don't don't do don't do this okay so if they want to come out with a country album plus i mean i don't know where monica comes from but i know beyonce she comes from texas okay texas Okay, so she knows they she knows the cow, the cowboy, cowgirl, cow person culture. Um, and I'm here for it. So do you uh, for those of you who are trying to get the Ivy Park, um, maybe odds ever be in your favor. Um, and that's that on that topic. Um, let's talk about Aquafina. For those who are unfamiliar, Aquafina is a actress of Asian descent. And a lot of us are calling her out recently because of her black scent and how it keeps getting her amazing jobs. Um, so recently, Aquafina said a very she had a very interesting quote. Um, she said, "Quote: I refuse to do accents. I'm not okay with someone writing the Asian experience for an Asian character." I make it very clear. I don't ever go out for auditions where I feel like I'm making a menstrual out of our people, which is very, very interesting. That's a really interesting use of the word menstrual. When she clearly, very, very clearly uses a black scent in all of her funny roles. Menstrualcy. Menstrualcy, for those who are unfamiliar, um, was a form of, was a form of entertainment, um, where a lot actually a lot of American film art even today can find its roots in menstruacy basically where white actors and some black actors uh would paint themselves dark I believe I talked about it um in an earlier episode of this podcast but they would paint themselves dark exaggerate their features and pretend to be black folks for the enjoyment of white audiences um, menstruacy, it, very, very detrimental, very, very detrimental. Blackface is very detrimental to black folks. Um, the film Birth of a Nation, one of the first films, if not the first film ever created, motion picture ever created, um, was screened at the White House and it showed the rise of the second coming of the Ku Klux Klan. And like I said, it was filmed at the, I mean, it was screened rather at the white house and it showed these white writers as heroes and black men as rapists and degenerates and violent and brutish. And it was extremely, extremely detrimental to black folks. Some of those beliefs are still held today. Um, you can still see it today. Anytime you watch a law and order or an S not SVU in particular, but law and order, you see that, um, that you basically see that 
there's this there's this belief that there's this dark shadowy figure who will come and rob and rape you and things like that and he's usually a black guy um so minstrelsy still carries through today you still see it today you still see it carried out today Ah, so it's very interesting that Aquafina used that word that she won't make a minstrel of her people, but she's glad to do it for black people. Um, Black Twitter is not about that. They have been outing her and talking about it because it's very, very interesting that in the role, her role for the farewell, she is shown as a competent actress, um, very smart, very brilliant, very just she's a good actress which is a serious role. But in her funny roles, she chooses to talk like a black person. And don't give me that, well, maybe she grew up with, or surrounded by black culture, because she didn't. She grew up in Forest Hills, a bougie, very, very bougie neighborhood that did not have a lot of black folk. Um, and even certain folks that were there, they didn't talk like that. In fact, a lot of black people don't talk like that. Lucy Lou grew up in Queens, and she doesn't talk like that. You never hear her use a black scent. Um, so I kind of don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it from Aquafina. Like she's making a minstrel of other cultures. Um, and people don't realize that how much they love blackness, black, like black adjacent on, oh, not black adjacent. They like black adjacent, but they like blackness on people who are not black. Read Aquafina. Um, so that's the church announcements for the week. Let's get into the mess and the message. <laughs> All right, time for the mess and the message. I debated putting this into the wrap-up rant, and I felt like it was its own special topic. So recently, Lizzo released um, a collaboration with Cardi B. Um, her song called Rumors came out with visual art. It's visually very, very cool. It reminds me of a groan because there's, flo- there's floating penises and things like that extremely suggestive um it remind, but it does remind me of a grown hercules like y'all remember the animated movie hercules um to which i mean keep saying it lizzo like i feel like we need not a grown version of hercules but live action hercules would be pretty cool and she could definitely be the one of the muses also i see scissa jennifer hudson and I can't think of the other, I can't think of two more off the top of my head, but definitely Jennifer Hudson, um, as one of the main muse, as the main muse. And then SZA being like one of the muses, probably the one with the really, really long hair, the petite one. Um, Lizzo, obviously as a muse, um, Amber, Amber Riley would be dope as a muse too. So that's four trying to think of another one huh I can't really think of one off the top of my head but you get the point um so yeah she came out with her collaboration with Cardi B for rumors um I'm not really into the song but you know I'm not gonna yuck other people's yum some people enjoy it some people don't you can like it or you're not um you cannot and that's fair um people are allowed to not like the art that we produce we can still produce the art okay um, yeah, not liking art is not a cancelable offense. <laughs> it's not a cancelable offense to not like something that someone produces. It's cancelable if it's problematic. Let's get that let's get that straight. like let's not be privileged and and stupid, you guys. um, but recently, Lizzo released a video that she has recently deleted um talking about how she gets the worst hate from people the worst hate from people now typically she does not care typically she does not really address it or she does address it she addresses it in a funny way like when she made a video on tiktok talking about a rumor that was going around about her that she killed someone when she was crowd surfing now lizzo is a is a voluptuous woman lizzo got some body to her but she's not killing someone from crowd surfing y'all like that's just what whose high schooler came up with that because that that sounds like something a child would say not a grown person with some goddamn sense and I watch it be a grown person with no goddamn sense um 
but she was crying. She was real. It like got to her and she was just being honest. And she said, you know, maybe I've just been working a lot and I'm just sensitive. I'm paraphrasing, um, which come on, that is a real thing when you guys are just literally, literally exhausted because you've been working and working and working, um, to the point of potential burnout you know, shout out to Naomi Osaka, who we'll be talking about later, and Simone Biles for like telling us to prioritize our own mental health or suffer the detriments of that. So, yeah, um, I went on a deep dive, which I really wish I hadn't, on why people don't like Lizzo. Um, and for the most part, people were you know, normal about it. They're like, I just don't like her music. That's just not my thing. Okay. And these are the same people who aren't saying anything about her. They're not talking about her body. They're not talking about this. They're not talking about that. They're just like, okay, well, you know, she don't make music for me. That's not my cup of tea, which respectful. Like I can get that. I could get down with that. I totally understand that. You know, if that's not your thing, that's not your thing. I'm not here. Again, I'm not here to yuck other people's yum. Um, if it's not, but if it's not my yum, it's not my yum. Right. Then there were the random, I call them faux wokes because they're not really woke. Uh, they don't really know what the hell they're talking about. And it comes out when they start talking. Um, and it's the, the faux wokes and the bro tips because um, they're not hoteps because I feel like hoteps, at least the hoteps when that word actually came out into the vernacular that we use today. Um, the hoteps were people who were like super, super deep, super, super woke, but they read books. These people out here now, y'all are not hoteps. Y'all are foteps. Like you're so fake. Y'all read Instagram posts and people have all kind of misspellings and whatnot. And you take that word for, for truth. Um, meanwhile, your family is suffering because you insist upon growing your own food in your backyard and they really just want whatever you get my point just 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 weird just weird internet people and these people are the same people who are saying that Lizzo plays into white supremacy because of the mammy trope and I decided this is a time that we need to discuss these tropes because if you knew what the hell you were talking about you would never put Lizzo with mammy the only thing Lizzo has in common with a mammy trope is that mammy was somewhat a sizable woman um but the mammy trope comes out of slavery it comes from this belief not yeah it comes from this belief that black women are inherently maternal very loving very warm oh baby let me give you a hug let me sit you down let me talk to you let me rub your back and just just big bowls of soup walking just warm and loving and inviting right um and to compare Lizzo with the mammy trope is ignorant and here's why mammy was completely desexualized mammy was completely desexualized that means that she there was nothing sexy about a mammy you know, she was literally there to serve, to work, to do the healing, to do the, the cooking and the cleaning and the, the warm loving that people some need and require, right? Big mama, all that, mammy, right? She was completely desexualized. There was nothing sexy about mammy. Lizzo is very sexual, proudly and confidently sexual. The same outfits that y'all be clapping for sweetie the same outfits y'all be clapping for Janae Aiko the same outfits that y'all be clapping for pick your pick your um singer or pop star um and no hate to the women that I've mentioned no hate at all you look good right no hate at all the same outfits that those women who yes are beautiful and fantastic and talented but are also smaller in body um size wearing but people applaud that because of the beauty standards that they have Lizzo's confident in wearing too she's comfortable in wearing too she's extremely sexual you know with the the twerking and the playing the flute 
And, you know, in this particular video, she had tiny floating penises floating around in the background. You know, very sexual. So, like, her and Mammy don't even, that's not even, that doesn't even match. It's like, if you're going to assign her to a trope, which I don't think that you can, um, because this is her personality. This is not something that culture thrusted upon her. This is something that she embodies in and of herself. But if you were going to do this, the closest one would be Jezebel. Jezebel is another black women's trope um, by which it's an extremely sexualized black woman. Um, she's known as a home wrecker. She is just, she just oozes sexual energy. Um, this came um, by way of, like I said, these are all tropes. These are all racist and, and inherently racist, inherently trash um and deprives these people of their humanity because of the tropes that they're based upon so yeah with Jezebel she's not a person either she's a sex object that's it and there's another trope called the sapphire um she is also dehumanized um but she's the angry black woman so you have the mammy that is warm loving and inviting completely desexualized completely dehumanized just here to serve you have the jezebel who is just oozing sexuality to the point of offense in some places um she's she could be a home wrecker she tears families apart just very very sexualized also dehumanized not viewed as a person viewed as a sex object then you have the sapphire who is also dehumanized viewed as a violent angry aggressive assertive problematic black woman who is filled with rage and hate and all three of these tropes you can still see today you can still see it in in different manifestations um you know i did a whole piece on why the angry black woman trope makes me angry. That's sapphire right there. It's like, I'm allowed to express my anger. If, if Becky can throw stuff off of shelves and Kyle can rant and rave whenever he feels like it about masks, I can be angry about the violence that exists in my community. I can be angry at systematic racism. I can be, um, I can be angry at any one of those things. I can be angry, like I have a, but I can also be angry that I ran out of my favorite perfume. I can be angry that my boss tells me that I need to do some additional work despite it being the end of the day on Friday. Um, I could be angry about any one of those things because I'm a human being. It does not reduce my humanity and you can't just write off a black woman for being angry when if that expression had been seen in anyone else it would be viewed as just a human emotion you get what i'm saying anyway i just wanted to do a quick review of those tropes and to say that anyone who doesn't like lizzo and uses the mammy trope and she play she plays white music first of all let's go back lizzo makes popular music Black people have been making popular music since popular mu music was popular music. Like I said earlier in the show, anywhere you see American music, you will find a black originator. Anywhere. Anywhere. And likely you'll find where theft, where artistic theft and appropriation has been uh, um, taken. You know, we could talk about we could talk about all of the the original rock stars. You know, we could talk about the original country singers. We can talk about why we use the word cowboy. We could talk about all of those things. We could talk about how the roots of 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 rap came from a a a community that was facing a lot of pain and a lot of hurt, um, and how this music spoke to that and how for decades people villainized it oh this hip-hop culture oh this thug culture blah 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 meanwhile now you put some 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 white faces on it and suddenly it's popular music you know so we can talk about all that Lizzo makes 
popular music, but popular music is is first and foremost black music. It is black music because black people are the tastemakers, hands down. I'm tr- I could provide lots of research to show it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Black people are the tastemakers of American culture, period. So for anyone, if you just don't like her music, just say you don't like her music. But that's not what it is. It's not that you don't like her music. You're upset that the thing that you hate about your own personal body or the thing that your culture or society taught you to hate in the body of a woman, which you would never say about the body of a man, the thing that you feel someone should be ashamed of, Lizzo looks at it like a plus. Lizzo be eating blueberry acai bowls and drinking her smoothies and drinking her water and working out and living a very healthy life. And y'all are just like, oh, no, she's she's promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. Meanwhile, y'all drank four loco. Meanwhile, y'all be eating whatever comes out of whatever fast food restaurant no shade eat what you eat but i'm saying like if we're going to be consistent let's be consistent okay she doesn't promote an unhealthy lifestyle she literally is just living her own life y'all are ashamed because i mean not ashamed y'all are enraged because the truth is the thing that you were ashamed about or the thing that you were taught to be ashamed about is living and breathing in front of you, having a thriving, healthy career and a happy life. And that offends you. It offends you that there is a black woman who we could talk about how we shame black women into not being confident and not being free to express their, their, their own self-confidence and how we regularly do that, but we won't do that to men. We could have that conversation, um, but we won't, not today. Um, we could talk about how fat phobic y'all really are but I feel like y'all already know anyone who doesn't like Lizzo and uses mammy is literally just fat phobic because they don't know what they're talking about for the simple reasons that I address period point blank full stop the end okay so if you don't like Lizzo because of the music that she makes and it's just not for you that's one thing but don't use her body type to say that she's promoting a lifestyle that is unhealthy when she is healthier than some of y'all okay um don't use her confidence and her self-love as as a negative okay okay that's all i have to say um all right let's get to the wrap-up rant and blacks in the deep end all right Time for the wrap up rant. This wrap up rant is going to be a simultaneous wrap up rant in Blacks in the Deep End because this is a Naomi Osaka Stan account. This is a Naomi Osaka Stan account. Um, so Naomi Osaka, I might as well do this segment of the show too, the end those tweets. Naomi Osaka recently tweeted, uh, It hurts to see all the devastation that's going on in Haiti, and I feel like we really can't catch a break. I'm about to play a tournament this week, and I'll give all the prize money to the relief efforts for Haiti. I know our ancestors' blood is strong. We'll keep rising. Shout out to her. Um, Like I said, this is always first and foremost a Naomi Osaka stand account. Um, But this rant goes to anyone who is literally trolling her right now. Um, for her recent breakdown, she, um, she cried at a recent press event, um, after talking about how she didn't know if she was doing the right thing when she took a mental health break, when she decided that she, you know what, I'm not going to do any of these press events. And you know what, since y'all keep wanting to give me fines for not doing these press events for the sport that I'm drawing attention to for y'all. Because y'all want to keep treating treating me like a sports chattel as opposed to a sports person. I'm pulling out of all of them. I'm pulling out of all of them. I'll, I'll see y'all in Tokyo for the Olympics. And that's what she did. And she wasn't sure if she did the right thing. Then she went to Tokyo for the Olympics and had numerous fellow athletes come up to her and encourage her and say, that, thank you for doing the right thing. Simone Biles, actually, I believe she cited, I'm, don't quote me on this, but I believe Simone Biles cited Naomi for even her decision to pull back 
um, because she got the, I believe it's called the twisties, um, which, you know, that gymnasts are literally flipping and diving and doing all sorts of things. And if they land wrong, they could paralyze themselves for the rest of their lives, if not kill themselves. So if Simone Ball says, I can't find my body in the air, and she's one of the most dominant sports figures that exist on the planet Earth currently, we should have believed her. We should have believed her. No, y'all took to the internet and continued on your black people aren't people. She shouldn't need a mental health break. She let down the, the, the country. BS. As opposed to saying, you know what? I'd rather her not do this and break her neck. We're not talking about Simone, though. We're talking about Naomi. Um, so recently she did a press event that left her in tears. Um, uh, I'm trying. I could not, before the show, find the full interview um, that got her to this point. And so I'm not sure what the question was that was posed to her. Um, but there's reports that it was a pretty aggressive question about her mental health. Um and yeah, sure, we all want to know how she's doing, but like, also, we're not going to poke the bear when it comes to this. Um, and so she had, she was crying at the press event, um, pulled her hat down over her face so she could get herself together. But yeah, whoever made Naomi Osaka cry, you suck. I hope you have a bad, bad day. That's all I have to say about that. Um, Next. I was minding my own business. I promise y'all. I was minding my own business, scrolling on Instagram when a dear friend of mine tagged me to a post um, on working mother, like working mother's Instagram. And they had a post that said, if you're tired of putting your kids in a mask for school, get, um, get vaccinated, something to that effect. And went into like reasons why in their caption or whatever. And of course, you know, you had the people who were like, yes, 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 that's so true. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. And then you had the random Karens who were medical choices are medical freedom is a is a right. It's a choice. And 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 I'm unfollowing you to which I have to say, for those of you who keep announcing that you're unfollowing people and making an announcement like that's weird. That's a weird thing to do. You're weird to do that. Just unfollow. Just unfollow. You don't need to announce that you're leaving. Um, not, nobody cares. It doesn't change the message. And I said that. And Working Mom liked my um, comment. I was like, it, it's really weird for you guys to be announcing that you're unfollowing because you disagree with the point. Nobody cares. Leave. Bye. 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 Leave. Bye. Unfollow. We don't care. We're better off without you. Bye. Bye. And then I, so I said what I said. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I said what I said. I'm like, y'all, it's a global pandemic. Like, it's a global respiratory pandemic. And y'all are more upset about your children wearing masks to school, which are designed to protect protect them. Um, and these vaccines that have been produced that are designed to protect us than the actual virus that is out here killing y'all and killing y'all kids with n having no problem with it. Like I said last week, I saw a, a child on a ventilator and it broke, like, it broke me. Like, I'm not going to even go hold you. It broke me. 11-year-old kid on a ven ventilator broke me because whoever was irresponsible around this child, right? I can't even imagine. Um, and then some weirdo, from the internet with psychologists on the la on the last part of their name so weird so weird decided to comment on my post and say that I'm doing the the government's work and um for a woke account this is not very woke which is weird I gotta be honest it's weird to hear white people say woke because wokeness started in the black community and y'all don't use it the way it was originally intended to be used like originally it was intended as an insult um and now we use it as, you know, originally it was like, you're too woke, something like that. Like it's, it's, it was, it was creepy and y'all, you, you too much into like the deep, dark, spooky stuff, right? It has since evolved in the black community to be like, oh, you pay attention. You're, you're, you're aware, you know, what's going on. That's dope. Like, thank you for sharing things like that. And now 
popular culture has gotten a hold of it and twisted the meaning back into an insult to say like, oh, again, you're you're paying too much attention. You're making things that you're making um, molehills into mountains sort of thing. Um, the woke police, that sort of thing. Um, so she tried to leverage that at me and I went back and forth with her a bit. I'm not going to hold you. I ended the conversation though. I ended it in a very Whitney way. Um, so she was like, you're doing the government's business. Um, how can you inject a, if, if it was really a real virus, how come it's not in the tap water, which what the frick is going on here? Are you kidding me? How, how is it airborne and it's not in the tap water? That does that literally make any, does that make any sense? A virus survives in a body, a body like it. Oh, okay. All right. Sure. How does a virus that you inject in your body not give you the virus um, and make you sick and things like that? <sighs> and then had the nerve, then had the audacity, then had the unmitigated goal, as my bestie would say. Shout out to bestie. To say, you know, I'm a medical professional because, because I said something to the effect of, um, yeah, instead of reading weird internet theories and just suspicions off of the internet why don't you go talk to some real medical professionals go look at the people who've been intubated go to an ICU right now and look at those people and say the things that you're saying and see how crazy you look and sound because in real world in the real land where we really live this is having real life effects and your random ass conjecture is not helpful not welcome and you can go. And she's like, oh, it's really funny that you would assume that I'm not a medical professional. Honey, you, first of all, you have psychologists on the end of your name, okay? Not to say that's not a real profession, but I don't know that if anyone could put psychologists on the back of their name, it doesn't mean that they are an actual psychologist, okay? That's the first thing. I haven't seen your um, awards and things, anything like that. I'm making the assumption that you are a weird internet person because you're acting like one. That's the first thing. The second thing, honey, sweetheart, baby cakes, you are a psychologist giving out medical info. You are a psychologist spreading medical misinformation on the internet, on a mom's page, on a mom's blog page. Okay. You're talking about if it was really airborne, why wouldn't it be in the tap water? And I'm doing the government's work. Meanwhile, you have no idea how viruses work telling people what to do and what not to do with a vaccine because you don't even know how it works. Why are you giving medical inform? Why are you spreading medical misinformation when you don't even know how a vaccine or a virus works? Okay. That's why I said a real medical professional, not to say that a psychologist isn't, but I'm not going to a, psych a psychologist to talk about a virus that I got. Y'all are weird. Like, weird i said it today on my instagram story i'm not arguing with people anymore the same way i'm not arguing with people over seat belts the same way i'm not arguing with people over helmets the same way i'm not arguing with people over life vests it is like the world has been thrown into the ocean and we're all drowning and here comes this vaccine and the vaccine is literally a life vest and people are throwing out vaccine, um, the life vests, and we're all putting them on as fast as we can and inflating them so at least we can float in the middle of this drowning situation. And rather than putting on the goddamn life vest, y'all would rather drown. That's what it looks like. That is exactly what it looks like. Meanwhile, the rest of us who are holding on to these vests are also linking together so we can support each other, putting our kids on our shoulders as we as we float because they themselves are not able to get the 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 life vest yet, the vaccines yet. We are all just trying to float through this thing. And y'all are more insistent upon your quote medical freedom than in actually saving your own lives. History's not going to look kindly on us. History's not going to look kindly on our generation. Because you have too many people out here with too many opinions and not enough facts. A whole lot of freedom and not a lot of sense. Oh, to our blacks in the deep end, um, this is always a shout out to Naomi Osaka. Thank you for your kindness, your empathy. Thank you for 
she recently like i said she recently played in a tournament um and she wore a haiti mask um i believe that her father is haitian i'm not sure um but i believe her father is haitian um so she takes this one she takes this personally um but she's just she's just a dope person all around like we we stand her over here um this week's black owned business is liberated young i have talked about liberated young on my socials before um i showed you guys how emmy and i play with liberated young so what liberated young is is a deck of affirmation cards for children um they're alphabetized um there's beautiful beautiful pictures on there with beautiful affirmations for every letter of the alphabet um and we love them we use ours almost every single day um in different ways <clears throat> if you want to see the different ways that we use ours you can go ahead over to my instagram you can see a video uh, but yeah we love ours and so there's also a deck for little boys as well there's black boy joy and black girl magic um i believe they're coming out with some additional products soon so yes um shout out to liberated young we love ours um i would love if you guys could go over to their instagram also liberated young l-i-b-e-r-a-t-e-d young y-o-u-n-g liberated young very very dope and that's this week's episode of the reclaim podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you for your likes your shares your subscribes please do not forget to leave a review i read your reviews regularly I love a review. Please drop your reviews wherever you can review it. If you happen to have iTunes, please just head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Even if you don't listen to it over on iTunes, just please, you know, people look at that. People use those rankings. And I look at that. I also use that um, to know what you guys like, what you guys don't like, how you guys think the show could be different, things like that. Um, don't forget that you can also support this show on Patreon. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Whitney Elise. I have exclusive content already over there. Um, for my patrons, shout out to y'all. Thank you for keeping the show independent. Thank you for keeping the show up and running. Cause like I said, this is a labor of love, but it is certainly labor. So I appreciate you guys for supporting this show. There's multiple tiers. Um, choose whichever tier you are interested in, which tier you can commit to. And I appreciate you guys for that. Um, and that's it. I hope you guys are staying well, being well, and as always, peace y'all.